Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. And so that's why structure is really important because number one, it gives us certainty and when we have certainty then we have clarity and when we have clarity then we get confidence so the way to gain confidence without having to have an external event happening is by starting in our internal world by starting with structure Hi, it's journalist Caroline Stephen. Our special guest on Talking Trading today is trading coach and DAX trader, Mandy Paul Rassanjani. Mandy's not only a trading coach, she's close to market wizard Linda Rashke and edited Linda's latest book, Trading Sardines, which we featured on Talking Trading late last year. As a coach, Mandy hears inside the minds of professional traders every day, And the number one question she gets asked is, how can I be more confident in my trading? And Mandy's answer is habits. And today, Mandy talks on the habits of million-dollar traders and the power of positive self-talk. She also shares some of Linda Rashke's own personal fun pep talks and how Linda problem solves. But first on Talking Trading today, we have a real unsung hero, trading game mentoree Doug Blanford. Here's Louise Bedford now with his story. Our unsung hero for today is Doug Blanford. Doug Blanford lives on a huge farm at the back of WA in a strange little place called 2J and he tells me that barely anybody has been able to hear of or find it on a map. So Doug, we have been so impressed with your resilience and your focus. We know your life hasn't been easy. You have had to see your wife go through hardship as you nursed her in her final years. You've had to look after your big property, you've had a thriving career in engineering, and you've translated all of this resilience into the trading arena. We've loved watching you develop over the last year. We've seen how you've finessed your plan. You've filled in all of the gaps. Chris Tate and I have been so proud of you and we have shone a light into your trading blind spots. And not only have you been willing to take on the advice of two mentors. You have also implemented our suggestions and your results have been spectacular. 
Doug, we're so excited that your returns are so positive in the markets and that it's given you a new idea, a new lease on life, a new direction to follow when the majority of your cohort would be sitting on a couch in a retirement village. You know it and I know it, Doug. We couldn't be more proud of you. Hello, I'm Darrell Guppy. I'm the inventor of the Guppy Multiple Moving Average and I listen to Talking Trade. It gives me some edges in the current market. We are talking to the very delightful trading coach, Mandy Paul Rafsanjani. Hello and welcome back to Talking Trading. Thank you so much for inviting me, Caroline. I'm, I'm so pleased and blessed to hang out with you and talk trading. We had so much fun last time. We did. It was about a year ago. And yeah, we just like hanging out with each other. <laughs> we do. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about how to cultivate habits of million dollar traders. So let's start with why are habits important? So habits are important because most traders, they come to me and they say, can you help me to be more confident or can you help me to feel more certain? And when I ask them, you know, what would help you to improve as a trader, really the, the confidence word always comes up, if only I were more confident. And then I say, so how can you be more confident? What do you think? And they say, well, if I finally had some runs on the board, if I had trading results that would um, show me that I can do it, then I would be more confident. And I said, well, that's a little bit of a tricky situation. It's kind of you need one thing to create the other. And so you're kind of, that's like a gap where um, the in order to be confident, you feel you need to have trading results, but in order to have the trading results, you feel you need confidence. Like you can see it doesn't work, right? So the question is, where do we gain confidence from? And that's why habits are really, really important. So when we look at habits, habits are actually part of the word structure. When we look at totally successful people, not only in trading, in sports, in, um, in business, in any area of life, in, even in relationships, right, in health, when you talk to or when you listen to um, the Navy Zeals, for example, they all talk about how important structure is for them, even if they're not aware of it, but you, you, you can hear they have a certain rhythm to their day. They know when they work best. So, for example, I was working with a trader um, last week, and he said to me, he feels bad because, and so he's an ASX trader in Australian time zone. So he says at four o'clock, I'm just spent. I don't want to sit down anymore and do my preparation for the next day. And I said to him, so what's your body clock? What's your rhythm? And he said, well, that's the time when I really want to go to yoga and um, just replenish my body and my mind. But when I'm mentally most alert is early in the morning. So the ASX opens at 10 in the morning. I said, and there's plenty of time for you to prepare. So tap into that. Tap into your natural rhythm and prepare yourself during that time. So number one, when we look at structure, we want to tap into how we best naturally perform. What is our body telling us? And just because one amazing trader prepares in the night before the market opens doesn't mean that you have to. So tap into your own strengths. 
Number two, when we have structure, that gives us certainty. And structure is a really, really big word. So structure is not only doing certain things at a certain time. Structure is also keeping your statistics and trading. So knowing where you're at with your trading performance. Structure is also having a well-laid-out trading methodology that you are nimble in between. And um, so that's where the artistry comes in. And you and I, we were just talking about structure when it comes to um, interviewing people where I love to go free-flowing, but where we get actually the best results in having a structure to a conversation. Strangely, this is something that Linda Rashke and I were talking about. Linda was saying how important structure was. You can be an artist, but strangely, an artist has four walls and has a regular time that they paint. Everybody needs structure so interesting because when you look at Linda she is enormously creative so she she plays music she plays the piano um, her daughter is also as creative she's an opera singer um, Linda I think loves painting as well so when we look at painting another example they don't just start painting they actually um, lay out the um, the relations in the canvas right so the golden what's it called the golden ratio yes yep yep and the third 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 yep exactly the color combinations oh that is also structure so what makes traders most retail traders think that they don't need to apply structure that they are special that they still can perform and so that's why structure is really important because number one it gives us um certainty and when we have certainty then we have clarity and when we have clarity, then we get confidence. So the way to gain confidence without having to have an external event happening is by starting in our internal world, by starting with structure. Now, what structure also does is it is like a little little signpost along the way. I don't know if you have that experience, Caroline, but sometimes when I have not written down my top things to do for the day, which I do every day, right? So I prepare myself. I'm like really into structure now. I never used to be, and I'll tell you in a moment why. So my structure goes as extreme as my five-year goals I know already and I adjust them as I move forward in life because unexpected things happen in life, right? So we have to adjust all the time and then I break them down into yearly goals and then my yearly goals into quarterly, into sorry, into six months, quarterly, monthly, weekly and then daily. So the daily things are just what do I have to do today to be in five years where I want to be? If I don't write down these five things on the day and sometimes I get a little bit flustered or something happened and I can't think, I'm tired, then I start wasting really valuable time. I start you now just floozing around on social media. But if I have everything written in my diary as I do, I'm like, oh, mental, mental tiredness, um, blank. What do I need to do again? And I look at the, ah, that's right, I have to respond to this email. Mm. Ah, that's right. I have to send out this this um, this link to my interview. Mm. It also helps us to use the brain as a really powerful tool because our brain is not made to um, store information. It's kind of like when you have your computer, the computer interface, the desktop, is not made for you to store all those files. It slows down your computer, and that's the same that you do when you don't have structure in your life. When you, when you 
organize your files in a folder and then have the folder on the desktop like a shortcut. You increase the power for your computer and you also are so much more efficient. And this is what structure does for you. What other habits are important? So when we look at structure, we really want to look at um, the three main areas of our life. So the physical, the emotional, and the um, mental structure. All these three areas, when they work in unison, when they work as a team, then we optimize our performance. That's when we bring out the best in ourselves. Now, on the flip side, in contrast, when we don't perform well, we now can look at what, uh, which one of these three areas has been impacted that kicked us off our balance. And now we can go back and really strategically say, this is what occurred, this is what I need to do to get back into balance, to get back and to find my rhythm. And we all have that, Caroline, don't we? That there's external events that are like, oh no, what happened? And then we get frustrated and we lose our rhythm. I want to go to looking at a comparison between traders who are struggling and traders who are profitable. In your trading coach mind and experiences, what are the differences? Ah, oh, This is so interesting. And um, as you know, I was lucky enough to do some work alongside Linda Rashke and to really experience what makes her the trader that she is. Because how we do one thing, we do everything. How she is in trading, she is in all areas of her life. It's a habit. It's a beingness. And all successful people say this. Yeah, it's who we are. It's a lifestyle. It's, you know, like when you look at uh, um, people who do yoga, they talk about the yogic lifestyle. What I found um, really interesting, so let's look, for example, um, the self-talk when things don't go so well. So when I look at um, Linda, for example, and Linda gave, kindly gave me the permission to talk about her. Because <laughs> she loves you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, we. I think we all love each other. It's it's just really really interesting. So she also has times when trading doesn't go so well. And if you want to know what happened, read the book Trading Sardines. Trading Sardines is really a collection of all the times when life got in the way of her trading, and uh, she had to. Uh, tap into her inner Wonder Woman, and because it's Wonder Woman week, so that's how I'm saying it, right? Um, tap into her inner Wonder Woman, which we all have, right? And she had to find a solution on how to resolve the problem that she had. So maybe that she broke her shoulder and she couldn't type on the keyboard anymore. Um, someone then programmed her keyboard to have a hotkey so that she could just tap with one finger. So that's an example. Um, an example is when there was a storm in in, her, uh, in Florida and she was cut off from any communication. She couldn't get in touch with her broker and she had open positions. So she remembered that the um, farm a few kilometers down the road, they had a satellite phone. So she made her way through the rain to the neighbor, used the satellite phone to let her broker know. So she's always solution-focused and results-oriented. Now, when we look at traders who are not successful, they habitually, in their thinking, because I tell you most of them, they don't have a structure in their thinking, they go to, oh, God, I'm doomed. Um, I will never make it. Um, they, they get so 
down on themselves and they their thinking gets stuck in what a loser they are so their thinking is very um internally focused on themselves and how they can never make it whereas the people who achieve certain levels of success they feel the same feelings and then their brain immediately snaps into what do i need to do to dig myself out of this they externalize it into action exactly so i want to read you one paragraph of um, linda's book where she talks about when she was um, i think she lost 80 percent in one trade because it it opened um, limit down and she was of course you know the same like everyone she was like oh man and was really swearing inside her mind and um, feeling despondent i've done all this work and i lose it in one trade so all the same feelings and experiences that um traders were not successful are linda has as well and other successful traders that i spoke to they all have the same feelings but here's the difference. Rather than, again, I was not disciplined. Again, I um, micromanaged my trade. Again, I got into the wrong trade. She would say, come on, Linda, let's go. You can do this again. Fight. you got to get that money back. I'm going to get that money back out of sheer concentration and focus. Keep your mind in the game mentally, Linda. If I check out for one minute, I'm dead. And then she keeps talking her self-pep talk. She has her self-pep talk prepared for those times does she yeah right so this is how she always is that's results focused and you know she's like i'm a racehorse standing up at the gate and i always compare her to wings our amazing australian racehorse right who wings she used to come back from the back of the field and then win with like many lengths and linda is the same when she is down she 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 doubles down in her focus in her concentration she knows she has an amazing team around her. She knows that she has the skill. And that's why she's like, turn off the mind, put the blinkers on, and wait for that starting bell. Mm. Now, when we look at that, when if, we, if we unpack that, most traders, retail traders, they don't have a team around them. They're lone wolves. They don't accept help. They don't dare to ask for help. Whereas Linda, she's always out there having a team of amazing people around her. And she is not too proud to ask for help. She would be like, oh, no, that didn't work. Can you, you know, what would you do? Can you give me some solutions? She still asks. And uh, she has a team of trusted traders who all have different strengths and um, IT people. And um, so, you know, for, for every instance that could happen, she has someone that she can ask for help. Mm. How many retail traders have that? Not many, right? So that's where it starts. She also has this innate um, self-belief. But that innate self-belief also comes from having this strong mindset. She's like, you know, I, I call it cognitive dominance. And the term cognitive dominance comes from the Navy SEALs, from warfare. And cognitive dominance means, in a nutshell, being able to make really quick decisions even in the heat of the moment when, when there's danger. Whereas most people, when they're in danger, they, they, their mind goes blank. And they can't make um, logical decisions anymore. Now, this is not something that you're born with. This is something that you train. And if you're able to have cognitive dominance or not is 
um, pretty much defined on how you grew up, how your environment trained you and what they expected of you. And if you read Trading Sardines, you can see that Linda's mom, she did a really great job with Linda because she always expected her to to perform on a high level. And they used to go hiking, right? There's a story where they went to go hiking and the kids would be like, oh, can we take a break now? And the mother would be like, ah, oh, just just to the top of this, this, this little hill. And then they would get to the top. And of course, you know, that was just a plateau. Then there would be another one. She's like, just one more, just one more. So we might laugh about this, but you can see how Linda was trained for mental toughness, for mental cognitive dominance, where when your body wants to give up, your mind still fights. Were your solution focused, right? Results oriented. And anyone who does not have this kind of thinking um, nowadays um, as, as an adult, well, don't despair. You can train yourself to do that. You can learn cognitive dominance because it's just a skill, nothing else. How do you learn it? How do you climb to that next peak and then the next one and the next one? <laughs> because I'm thinking that some of this is just experience. Some of this is just weathering your time in the markets and doing the yards for it. Yes. So if you look at that, right? So if you're a trader who has just learned how to trade, you, you know, you're one year in your journey, of course you don't have the experience like a 40-year trader. Now, for example, on Twitter, there's an amazing community. And even Linda, like you can always ask her questions. So um, a few days ago, I think it was on Friday last week, so the week before, I went along the decks, but I wasn't quite sure. And even though I know the decks so well, right? The decks is my, my preferred instrument to trade. I asked Linda and I said, look, I just went long. I just want to see what is your viewpoint. doesn't mean that I trade like you. I just want to see a different perspective if I missed something because we were actually going down. We were in, in a little bit of a downtrend. And so I was going against the trend in that period of time, of course. And Linda is like, no, all looks good for these and these and these reasons. So Linda didn't just say, oh, it looks good. I feel great about it. She gave me stats, facts and figures of why. Mm. And um, so, number one, be humble enough to ask. Mm. Which is where a community of traders is so important. Brett Steenbarger, the famous trading psychologist, has come onto the show and he said that the biggest advantage professional traders have is that they're on a trading floor with 20 other people. They talk, they get each other's advice, they get each other's tips, they get each other's point of view. Yeah, exactly. And I love that he said that. I mean, he, you know, he's on the floor with SMB Capital. There's a really great interview by SMB um, where it's it's a trader who's doing a review and then so with his mentor and then um, Brett comes in afterwards and gives his mindset twist on it. I, um, I find the link for you. It's so good. Um, and, and very generous of SMB and Brett as well to, to put that out. It's about tapping into a team and not needing, not thinking you need to do it all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, that's actually a weakness, not a strength. And yet this is something that I see with a lot of retail traders and one of the reasons why they don't um, perform well. And that's all for the show today. Stay tuned to hear part two of trading coach Mandy Paul Rafsanjani and her insights next week. I'm Caroline Stephen, take care.
As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.